All right, what is up? How are we guys doing? What is up, my brothers? So this is the first uh, podcast episode that I'm running on the new channel. I want to thank you guys that uh, subscribed and joined already as one of the, uh, call them the OGs of the Unplugged Alpha podcast channel. I just figured, look, there's a couple of things that happened, so I'll fill you in. So last week I did a podcast with um, Dr. Peter McCullough. Um, some of you may have caught it before YouTube took it down. Um, but I was introduced to him and um, his co-author of the new book. And we did a plane win episode on uh, what's going on with pandemics and uh, his uh, medical experience dealing with it, responding to it and offering uh, testimony to senates and so on and so forth. And what he learned in the book too. So I've seen his interview on Joe Rogan twice. And, um, I really like what he had to say. So I thought let's, let's have a conversation. I, I also, before I bring on a guest that I haven't read like their book or any of their material, I'll, I'll go watch a few uh, videos or some interviews, uh, just to see, you know, what they're about, what they're experts in and that sort of stuff. And, um, I came across at least 30, 35 search results on YouTube with his name in the title and him talking about stuff and, you know, getting into the weeds about the sort of stuff that I talked about as well with them on my show. And they were, and they all had been there for months, uh, in some cases over a year with lots of views. So I figured they were, you know, Peter McCullough is on side, but, um, <laughs> he's not, uh, less than 20, not like 19 hours in, like I was, I was just on my uh, studio manager and I was just responding to somebody, um, who was a channel member asking a question. Um, about something that I talked about in the video and I hit submit and then the screen just said, Oh, you can't post that right now. And, um, I scrolled up and it said the video has been deleted. I'm like, Oh fuck, here we go. So I go to my emails and there's an email from YouTube saying that, uh, I have a strike and that it was medical misinformation and I appealed it cause I give you the option to appeal. And the argument that I use was I didn't see anything that was misinformation. He was a qualified specialist in his field. And by the way, here's 30 other videos. And I linked to a bunch, probably about a 10 or maybe a, a dozen videos where um, he's talking about the same thing. So I was like, come on, guys, like, let's, you know, let's get this thing sorted. Maybe your algorithm had a problem and fix it. But no. Um, so as a result of that, I got locked out of my main channel, Entrepreneurs and Cars, for a week. Um, you can't post anything on the community tab. You can't publish any videos that are already in queue, ready to be published. Can't do anything. So you're basically locked out for a week. So I couldn't live stream there which is why I decided to set up this new channel to deal with just the Unplugged Alpha podcast. So going forward, this is where all of the um, Unplugged Alpha podcasts will live. Um, I'll link to the old playlist on the other channel somewhere in the description or on the channel, somewhere maybe maybe on the about page, um, just so you guys can track back to some of the older material if you want. But um, I've described this channel as kind of like a work in progress, uh, that builds off my, my book. And if you guys haven't got it, it's on Amazon, get it. And then, um, I also want to use the material in the podcast to kind of like build off what I'm working on and maybe potential uh, books that I write or other things that I do in the future, kind of like one podcast at a time. That's one of the fun things about podcasting. And I actually enjoy doing these um, solo. I love the call-in segments. I love some of the guests that you know I have the opportunity to talk to as well. But um, today, because it's the first episode on this channel, 
I can't do much with the channel. I got Moff in the chat, uh, who's got admin status, so he's got the ban hammer. If anybody's you know being a prick, um, but you know as the channel grows and does its thing, um, it's it's just going to get better and better. So this is kind of a fresh start, I guess. I guess it's another way to get another silver play button. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. But yeah, so let's do this. So I know that some people are watching this probably on uh, Twitter, Twatch, and Facebook and all the other ones that uh, still are running. Uh, actually, they still have that podcast episode with uh, Dr. McCullough. They did take them down. It's just YouTube that claimed it was medical misinformation, which whatever, it doesn't matter. So come over to YouTube. And um, do me a solid when you come over, subscribe to the channel immediately and hit the like button for the algorithms. Uh, super important, especially at the kickoff of a new channel to get it out there so that YouTube knows that it's uh, worthy of showing to the people that subscribe to it. Blah, 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 all that stuff. Thank you. So tonight, before we get into the Q&A stuff, I got... Um, uh, look, I have people that email. Look, if you have a, a tip or something for something you want me to cover on a show, um, don't DM it to me on social media because I, I just don't see it usually. Or if I do, I, it just gets lost at some point. Like there's no way for me to save it. So um, on the about page of all my channels, there's the email address. You can submit like tips or, you know, sh show ideas there if you want. Okay. Um Glenn, I can't find it on YouTube. Why not? You should be able to just click that link and it goes right to it. Is that the right link? Why? That should be it. Here, let me copy it again. Let's try this again. Maybe they're effing with me still. I don't know. We'll see. So that's the live YouTube link. Click that. Come over and watch it over here. When you get here, um, hit the like button and definitely subscribe to the channel. So... People send me stuff all the time. There's like a core group of three or four guys that, you know, notify me of stuff that I might want to make a video on. I thought this one was in was interesting because <laughs> I never heard of this person. Um, her name is Drew Afuello Af Af or something like that. Um, people were already making fun of her on one of the posts who called her Buffalo. And I wasn't really sure why. And I started to kind of dive through the Reddit posts and then the news article and then which led me to the TikTok and You'll see in a minute, but um, it's it's a bizarre uh, deep dive into the psyche of um, Western women today because she has a big fan base. Um, birds of a feather flock together, so you'll get an idea of what's up. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you something: it ain't it ain't pretty what I'm about to show you, uh, literally and figuratively. You're gonna you're gonna hear uh, a bit of a mouth on this one. So if you don't like loud women or mouthy women, you ain't going to like this one, which is fine, but it is what it is. All right. We've got the headphones in so I can hear what's going on too. Let's throw it up on the screen. Share, share screen, Chrome tab. And okay. So this is what it, where it started for me was this um, dive into what's called female dating strategy, which is a whole... Um, so it's a whole series of shows in itself. Um, it's a subreddit and this is where women collaborate on, um, ideas on their ideas around dating men, uh, getting high value men being treated like Queens, blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. So this is where they collab. And this is just one area that took me down 
articles and through this uh, TikTok page of this uh, particular chick that, uh, well, the title of it says misogynists deleted their videos and accounts because this badass TikToker Drew, whatever her last name is, uh, she tells women to keep their stance high and know their worth. Her good-looking boyfriend treats her like a queen. This is living proof that FDS, which I'm assuming is female dating strategy, uh, works. So keep your worth and your standards high. So let's see what the ladies in this post uh, reply. Uh, lots of fan. Was there 25,000 answers? Where was the replies? I don't use Reddit. I don't even log into it. This one was trending number three on the page. Love her. Me too. She's hilarious. Yes, Drew, doing the Lord's work. So, so these are raving fans, right? Doing the Lord's work. I love her. Found her on this Reddit and been following her ever since. I love this chick. She's a effing visionary avant-garde of the badass women finally standing up for us in the misogynistic cesspool that is the online world of today. She may continue doing what she does until the last seething piece of S... <laughs> Why do these women have to use such foul language? Like, Anyway, uh, deletes their TikTok and leaves the online space for normal people to enjoy. For So these women call themselves normal people. Um, and the ideas they have are healthy. Her laugh is infectious. Well, I'll let you decide if you like her laugh or not. She is funny and so damn on point. I absolutely love this woman. So, you know, lots of fans, you know, and they're basically saying that she is returning things to normal, which I guess we'll discover in a minute. So this is the article that um, came up next after that. Um, let's see here. Share. Stop. Let's do it like this. Here we go. All right. So the misogynist article. So this is the BuzzFeed, which is another legendary publication in itself. Trending, of course. Um, again, I had no idea who this chick was until... This fella sent me a link to this stuff and I'm looking at it and he's like, yeah, you should cover this because this is what, you know, we're dealing with today with women. And I like, f okay, guys, like, you know, for the record, not all women are this brutal. You know, what you're about to see on her TikTok and in these articles will resonate, you know. Um, it's funny because she she looks and talks a lot like the ratchet hose you see on like the Fresh and Fit podcast, but then she's also critical of um the hosts of the show um anyway so this article over here uh, you know the subtitle that says if i'm a bully then what exactly do you use to describe the men that i stitch so she essentially responds to these guys points and i'll show you a few of them in a, a moment we'll dive in it this tiktoker is blowing up for obliterating toxic masculinity online and forcing misogynists to eat their words so toxic masculinity is an, an interesting word because it's only recently been used Masculinity for the vast majority of, of history has been celebrated, um, honored, like like women women have throughout history and still do to this day, despite tagging toxic under the word masculinity um, for effect, still admire and want to be with masculine, strong, masculine, virtuous men, right? There's a, there's a fire in the World Trade Center. It was men that ran up with hoses and 100 pounds, 200 pounds of gear, whatever it is they got to carry that try to save people. Um, when there's a flood, it's men that try to save people. When there's a war, it's men that go off and fight it sort of thing. Um, masculinity has its use, but the world's relatively peaceful today. And I, I mean, look, um, the president of uh, Ukraine now has been basically put front and center 
And women in the West love this guy now. Like he's a beacon of uh, masculinity for them because he's he's brave and he's strong and he's standing up for the country and, you know, Putin's the aggressor and blah, blah, blah sort of thing. Um, so even though they'll they'll deny it and, and they'll and they'll call a man toxically masculine, they still admire it. Right. Again, whenever there's a problem, when there's a bang in the night, women don't go, oh, you just stay in bed and I'll get this one, babe. And she'll run downstairs with a, I don't know, whatever woman's going to run down with a broomstick or something like that and try to beat the guy. It doesn't happen, right? It's it's men that respond to chaos. But anyway, we're in a peaceful world. We have social media and women have plenty of time to consume it and criticize um, what opinions men voice. So we'll get into that in a little bit here. Uh, let's throw this back up on the screen, add to stream. Not all heroes wear capes, some wear incredible highlighter and instead of crime, they fight misogyny online. So already celebrating her for fighting misogyny online. Drew is that hero, the 26 year old Los Angeles based content creator is a very specific business in the business of calling out misogynistic men on TikTok. No surprise. She lives in LA, right? So this is her here. She's a, I don't know. What, what do you call that? A thick chick tatted up, of course. Look at the nails on this one, eh? Jeez. I don't know. That might be somebody's cup of tea. Oh, there's your you know friendly female gesture. Exactly the kind of chick you'd want to take home to meet mom, right? Um, Drew's popularity comes from her confidence and no-nonsense approach to tackling some of the worst forms of prejudice against women that she finds online. So anything that's critical of women is going to be defined as misogynistic. Um, if you're not attracted to a woman because she's too heavy, then you'll be called misogynistic because you're critical of her appearance of the optics. But the same doesn't hold true when she wants to point and sputter at you, which you'll, which you'll start to see because a lot of the arguments that she uses are just ad hom attacks. Like she'll just make fun of guys basically is what she does. Uh, her account is dedicated to stitching TikTok lingo for replying to a video with a video posts from men who use misogynistic humor in their TikToks. For example, men saying things like women are too emotional to make decisions. Uh, Duda has grown to grown from 1.5 million to 4 million followers in just two months. Her DMs are constantly flooded with thousands of people sending her tips and videos of toxic men making sexist comments, asking Drew to essentially humble them, which is what she likes to do. Her BuzzFeed reached out to Drew, blah, 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 Crusader. So this is her and her boyfriend. Um... My boyfriend has actually encouraged me to post on TikTok. She said, I used to post on Snapchat rants for my friends. So he was like, you should do that on TikTok, blah, blah, blah. Suggest okay, so she's got a very engaged audience. She calls it shit talking. <laughs> um, she is constantly called fat, ugly, a bully, a toad, and any other plethora of horrible names from mostly men. I wouldn't be surprised if she gets a lot of criticism from women. I mean, women are very critical of other women. In fact, more so than men in my experience anyway. Um, blah, blah, blah. Extreme growth. Hate comment. Uh, looks like she handles the hate well, which is fine. She frequently gets called a misandrist or a man hater as well. Calling someone a misandrist is just a piss poor tent to justify being misogynistic, she asks. Yeah, okay. So this is a lot of opinions. And then it goes on and on with, you know, her... Yeah, I, could, I can see why people are making comments about her looks now. Um, okay, so let's close this and let's go back to the whole TikTok thing. Toad is an A-plus insult. <laughs> uh, why was I not able to find you on YouTube? Noah, okay. 
stay in touch, guys. I'm going to grab the link again. I'm going to probably do this a few times. Click this YouTube link and come over to YouTube. There's a new channel for the Unplugged Alpha podcast. You can scroll back to the beginning to find out why. Subscribe and hit the like button when you get here. Thank you very much. All right, so let's throw... I like look guys, I'm gonna tell you right now, this is not gonna be like the standard stuff that I'm sure a lot of you are looking at TikTok where there's thirst traps dancing around, you know, doing their thing, you know, to the music or to the lip syncing stuff. This is gonna be a little bit different. This is gonna be a lot different, in fact. Let's throw this up. We need audio for this. And here we go. So let's close this up. Where do we start down this rabbit hole? I think this one over here is probably a good one because um, it's got good engagement and um, 5 million views. This account has 7.3 million followers right now. So like just for fame, guys, I want you to understand most of our audience is going to be female and they are raving fans of what she's doing, which is basically, you know, she's responding to men's opinions and then breaking them down, uh, you know, shit talking them and basically you know, trying to make fun of them or whatever it is you want to call it. So let's throw, uh, how do we throw this up full screen? There we go. Let's pick this one over here because I think this was a good starting point. And give me some audio. The amount of people, if women are stronger than men, then why the fuck aren't we allowed to hit them? The amount of people that are pissed at this video is fucking hilarious. You think? <laughs> Do you really think that's hilarious? Okay, let's see if you still find it hilarious after this one. <laughs> this kind of argument really never makes any fucking sense. First of all, you're not allowed to hit anybody. You guys know that, right? <laughs> yeah, it's typically frowned upon for men to hit women for obvious reasons. But legally speaking, you're not allowed to hit anybody it doesn't really matter the gender and listen bro i don't know what you fucking look like but you look like a popsicle stick come to life <laughs> so i don't think you so i mean she's already shitting on the guy's looks i don't i don't know if she has mirrors in her house but it's it's one ad hom attack after the other with this one here should be threatening to hit anybody to be honest but as i was saying earlier this weird obsession that misogynists have with getting to hit women bro check yourself into a fucking hospital again she's taken out of context i mean the kid's just basically making an argument because women will often say that you know men and women are equal and um you know we should be treated the same and blah 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 you know what's good for the goose is good for the gander and he's basically saying well you know if men and women are equal then why can't you hit women and I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but she's taken into context that just allows her to twist the words enough where she can point and sputter back at the kid, make fun of him, and you know suggest that he's a misogynist. I'm pretty sure she used that word already twice. Just back up a tiny bit here. This weird obsession that misogynists have with getting to hit women. Bro, check yourself into a fucking hospital. <laughs> Go get fucking therapy. When women say, listen, don't treat me like garbage, cool? And you're like, okay, nice. Come over here so I can punch you in the fucking face. You need help. You need help. <laughs> Not only that, but this fucking bullshit ass. You gave me exactly what I wanted. You gave me what I wanted. You wanted attention for being a fucking bitch. <laughs> That's weird, but okay. Also, just a side note. Are you being held hostage? Where are you? In a basement? <laughs> Why do you never blink in your videos? You look like the peanut butter baby, but no peanut butter. <laughs>
You look like Tommy Pickles if he grew up and became a bigot. <laughs> this is really hard to explain, but you look like this to me. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> if women are stronger. Oh man. So that video had 5 million views and the comments are endless on it. Like it's, 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 this is an example of what Western society now celebrates. Um, it celebrates obnoxious, loud women like this. Um, you can decide whether or not you find her attractive. It's entirely <laughs> subjective, but front and center, big, you know, supportive female audience, basically saying that she's, um, you know, loving, loving the playing field. She's giving it back to these misogynists. Let's see what else we got in here. Let's look for one with a big view count. Uh, 4.6 million. So what is this one? Here? I'm just with my dick. All right. So what does this say? I'm genuinely interested to see if she gets into a relationship with a man. So I'm assuming this is her boyfriend. Um, my shit done. So he's a man bun dude. Um, probably why she makes fun of a lot of bald dudes the way she does. Uh, oh, this one's got 9 million views. All right, let's see what she's got to say over here. She was one of the ugliest fucking females to be so, uh, to be a spokesperson. Oh, damn. Good one, Bryce. <laughs> This video, it was divine timing that I saw it. Because I was in my notifications and I was going to pick somebody else. And then I saw you posted this shit. <laughs> Damn, you really got me, brother. Ugh. The worst part of this video, it's not that you called me the ugliest fucking female you've ever seen. Or that your idea of being funny is comparing me to Kermit the Frog. Is this thing on? <laughs> That joke sucked, bitch. That's not even the worst part. The worst part is your fucking caption. If she can give heat, so can I. That's your idea of giving heat? <laughs> God, no wonder your fucking feelings get hurt so easily. <laughs> Nobody picked me because I'm the hottest. That's just a plus, bitch. They picked me because I'm the meanest. And you're going to find that out the hard way, unfortunately. <laughs> so she admits that she has a following because she's mean, right? Society, again, Western society, the female first primary social order is celebrating a obnoxious, loud, uh, out of shape 26 year old that just uses social media to bully and insult guys that offer opinions about what they like, and what they don't like. It's funny, though, because if you like if you're a dude and you publish stuff like that, the way that she's talking about the opposite sex, that that TikTok, that channel, that uh, Instagram, you know, whatever it might happen to be on that platform would be taken down very, very rapidly. Um, but, you know, here we have 9.1 million eyeballs on this over here. Just let's just continue to listen. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll be damned if I let an employee from Zoomies talk shit on me, bitch. Let's see what else we found in my research. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, that checks out, bitch. That so this obese, um, 26 year olds laughing at guys that are, I mean, they're, they're thin, but they aren't obese. That's for sure. That you are built exactly the way I thought you were like a little Lego. <laughs> y'all look like you stick your fingers up each other's butts to be funny. Do y'all do that? I bet you, you do. 
Oh my god. <laughs> How tall are you, bro? Like 5'4? I was 5'4 when I. And then, of course, it, it goes from, you know, you look like a Lego to you're not tall enough. I was 10, so can't relate, bitch. Dog, your Adam's apple is out of control. Get less Adam's apple. <laughs> that shit looks like a flamingo's leg. <laughs> you also have the... How do you how do you exactly get less Adam's apple? And since one was a masculine trait, this 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 is just uh, well. Let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. Longest face. Why is your face so fucking long? You know who you look like? You look like Coraline's dad. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's gonna be you looking at them notifications after this video, bitch. <laughs> I also saw you're married. Does your girl know that you spend your free time looking at me? <laughs> Must not be that ugly. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, someone who's not heavy enough to sit in the front seat of a car, I'm okay if they're not attracted to me. <laughs> I will move on, I promise you that. I'll let you go though, Bryce, because I know your shift at Foot Locker is going to start pretty soon. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> so what did she do? She insulted his build, his height, what he did for a living. Pretty much everything um yeah it, it, it's and this is what women follow like this is what women celebrate guys in my opinion you know i've said this about things like the um like there's podcasts out there like the stupid ones like call her daddy and stuff like that like if you like if you're dealing with a chick that watches crap like this red flag dude all day long um what else she got over here in her repertoire of, of stuff 2.7 million 4.6 that was the boyfriend montage let's see what she has to say about this podcast after uh, someone got rejected by a woman i wonder if this girls uh, started their podcast uh, because someone was rejected by a man come again <laughs> just for context this dude stitched my last promo for my show and then took three to five business days to spit out this fire roast. <laughs> That's an excellent question, friend. I'll answer it for you now. Although I will say, to start off, I am impressed not by your shit-ass joke, but by the fact that I didn't know sweet potatoes could talk. <laughs> I'll tell you the biggest difference between my show and every other virus called a man that has a podcast. I get paid to... So every man that has a podcast is a virus. So by definition, gentlemen, you're listening to a virus. She calls him Mr. Potato Head or Sweet Potato Head, was it? But she but she literally looks like the Potato Head um, doll that they had at when I was a kid. The little thing you stuck eyeballs <laughs> on. This is my full-time job, bitch. It was something that was offered to me because I am funny. I don't think that you can relate to this because I'm pretty sure you're the villain in every James Bond movie. <laughs> you're busy too. Now on to the fire take. She probably just hates men because she's rejected by them. She's rejected by one and she's single. That's how y'all sound to me. <laughs> but to dispel any confusion, I don't hate terrible men because I was rejected by them. I hate terrible men because they're terrible. The part y'all always seem to leave out of that shit-ass counter is that would mean that I have to be attracted to you. And that is the most offensive thing you could ever say to me. <laughs> With all the disrespect, the men who say this shit look like a witch put a curse on them a long time ago. <laughs> y'all look like mole people. I'm good. <laughs>
No, ma'am. And last, to address the single thing. I'll be sure to tell my 6'4 man, huh? Size 13 shoe. Do with that what you will. Bye. <laughs> Hang on. Was this, this was a dude over no, here? No, ma'am. Look like a witch put a curse on them a long time this is ago. This a hair bun guy with the hair down. <laughs> Y'all look like mole people. I'm good. <laughs> no, ma'am. And last, to address the single thing. I'll be sure to tell my 6'4 man, huh? Size 13 thick. shoe. Do with that what So... Dude, like this chick is lucky she's got a dude. Um, <laughs> she's lucky she's got a dude. I'll say that. What's what's this hey, over here? Dudes who try to use really big words, they're like, "Oh my god, I remember." Well, this let's one. actually yeah, yeah. have a discourse. Let's have a no. That's why I said it doesn't matter how many words you use. Yeah. And did you just use? The, did you just learn the word discourse? Exactly. Are you just I throwing said, around? Discourse? I literally, they'll take that word what satire. What satire else? unpack yeah irony they're okay um <laughs> holy for holy spot man i'm just i'm just looking at this at this flow here and here's another one with five five point six million views science teacher it says what's this yeah do you think about it First off, I'm gonna say this. I know this video's gone now, and I know you made a follow-up. <laughs> I also watched that, unfortunately for me. And I also saw that one of my male mutuals stitched you, and in your follow-up, you were very respectful to him. Let's see if you keep that same energy, bitch. This video was 20 years too fucking long. <laughs> and it was a whole lot of words for, I have no fucking game and I get zero bitches. <laughs> I also saw too that you said you're engaged, you have a fiance. Does she go to another school? <laughs> if that's true, if that's dead ass, girl, run. <laughs> How are you gonna get on here and humiliate your fucking girl like that? Dog, come on. But I digress. According to your dissertation, if women have a lot of bodies, they're sluts. And if men have a lot of bodies, they're not. The reason for this is that it's a lot harder to sleep with someone than it is to allow someone to sleep with you, correct? See how fucking easy it was to regurgitate that misogynistic bullshit? But at the very end of your fucking monologue, you know, four score and seven years ago, bitch, you say that if any woman were to text any man, even if she's the biggest fist, the least bitch in the world, they would come over immediately. Doesn't that make y'all easy? <laughs> you know what that sounds like to me? A slut. <laughs> Y'all are fucking ran through, if that's the case. Women make it so hard. They make it so hard for us to fuck up. They make it hard for you. It's not hard for a lot of- She's not wrong about that. When guys don't have successful with women and they complain about it, it's most often their fault. Dudes, but it's hard for you and every other bitch ass dude in that comment section. If it feels like an uphill battle to get women to even converse with you, let alone go home with you, maybe it's because you're the worst. <laughs> That's the thing about videos like this. Men will jump through the biggest fucking hoop. They will Cirque du Soleil shit to justify why they're starved for fucking puss. Anything to not look in the mirror and be it's like, true. maybe I suck ass. <laughs> There's there's entire channels dedicated to pointing and sputtering at the opposite sex and not taking ownership for their results in life as men. Your inability to get bitches is not women's fault. Also, you look like a middle school. She's not wrong about that either. Your inability to get women, I'm not going to use her language, is not women's fault. School teacher and like you drive a scion. <laughs>
but you know, here comes all the insults. You look like a da 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 teacher. You look like you drive this kind of car. And to that, I say, no wonder you made a video like this. <laughs> I'm sending peace and love, though, not to you, but to your girl. If she's real, sending you all the good vibes, babe. But this dude can choke. <laughs> Bye. Man, but that's, hey, that's what, that's what's celebrated. That's what society celebrates. They, you know, they celebrate the loud, the vocal, it's very masculine, um, you know, opinionated, disagreeable. It's, uh, it's what it is, man. It's what it is. She's got some clips over here from going to Coachella. I'm sure you guys know about that place. <laughs> Yeah, it is a it is a bit of a clown world, Moff. It is, it is a bit of a clown world out there, but that's that's it, man. So um, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of stuff here on this uh, Reddit um, female dating strategy, and it's and it's it's pretty. Um, I mean, this is just tip of the iceberg. This this Drew it says here in the description that's Baba Yaga to you, ho. Hashtag BLM pronouns she her. Anyway, craziness ensues, guys. So there's another red flag for you. You deal with a chick that's uh, a f that's a big fan of this thing over here that uh, stitches videos of young men that are struggling, it seems, and then tears them down even further. That's that's what you're dealing with. <laughs> Jared said Coachella equals SoCal STD fest. <laughs> You won't have to endure anymore, Robert. You won't have to endure anymore. Let's let's do this. Um, and yeah, like it could be a bit of an act. I'm assuming that there's some acting to this, but how could you put out this many videos and get this much coverage? And there's also even media coverage too. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. And like women celebrate this because they basically say, "Oh, she's." Oh, Jesus, is this her here? Holy smokes. Um, and, they're, and they're celebrating it, saying that she gets treated like a queen by her boyfriend and that she's putting men in, or sorry, misogynistic men in, in checkmate, if you will. That's it. Uh, she'll make one on you after this. Probably. You know, you know it's going to be the standard. Oh, look, you're bald. Uh, your beard is whatever. <laughs> Like I care, the opinion of a fat 26 year old doesn't matter. All right, let's do this. Um, let's take our join link. Let's get some uh, Q and A, chop it up. I'm gonna drop the join link only on Facebook. So can I even pin anything? Join in and ask a question. This yard link. Let me pin this to the top with a new account. Oh, yes, I can pin it to the top with a new account. Wonderful. Okay, again, so if you're watching this elsewhere, come over to YouTube. There's a link. Click it. Leave Facebook, leave Twitter, leave Twatch, wherever you're watching this. Click it. Come over to YouTube. Hit like. Hit subscribe. Let's get it up for the algorithms, and let's uh, do a little bit of Q&A. You guys can call in on any question you want. Um Moff and Jaren are in the chat. They'll be, uh, let me give Jaren uh, mod access. There we go. All this new shit you got to do with a brand new channel that I just had set up properly on the other one. It is what it is, right? 
Anyway, so that link's pinned there in the top um, comment of the live chat. Let me get the um, ad roll going. Let's do a little ad insert for two minutes. This episode is brought to you by the Unplugged Alpha Supplement Line, Grandike Soap Company, and Chad's Face Scrub. Brothers, if you're like me and you take what you put in your body seriously, you'll want to use the Unplugged Alpha Supplement Line. An obsession with absorption is what sets this line apart from the others. You want to make sure you absorb as much of the supplements as possible so you don't end up peeing out expensive urine. My supplement line is made in the United States from the highest quality domestic ingredients and unlike cheap supplements from China and plastic bottles, mine ship in dark glass bottles to keep your supplements fresher, longer, and won't seep endocrine disrupting plastics into your supplements. Nothing is a hard tablet. Everything is an easily digested bioavailable capsule. You can filter all products by their various categories, including testosterone support, estrogen metabolism, fat burning, immune health, sleep support, and performance. Visit theunpluggedalpha.com forward slash shop and use the subscribe and save option to get 10% off your supplement orders, or just use coupon code alpha10 for 10% off a one-time order to try it out. Men, I use tactical soap and God of War beard oil every day. Tactical Soap is a handmade product made in the United States from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not conventional endocrine-lowering toiletry chemicals. Both the soap and beard oils are infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Visit coopersoap.com and get 10% off your order today. Gentlemen, my go-to face scrub to keep this manly face clean and clear is Chad's. Again, it's incredibly important to me to only use products with all natural ingredients without nasty chemicals that disrupt male hormone levels or convert to estrogen in your body. And unlike watery scrubs that slip between your fingers, this thick face scrub with black lava sand gives you powerful results in one go. Visit getchads.com and you'll be redirected to the Amazon store you'll get 10% off when you use coupon code GETCHADS10. You can find all the links I've just mentioned pinned below in the top YouTube comment. If you want to learn more about why I endorse these natural products to my audience, search on my YouTube channel for an episode I did with Dr. Anthony J titled, Playing to Win Number 21, How Estrogenics Make You Fat, Sick, and Infertile with Dr. Anthony J. Let's get on with the show. And we're back. It's my new thing. We're back. Um, Zach is in the chat asking about, do you have a call-in feature? If so, how, where do I access it? I realize some people are newer to the channel, so I'll repeat myself. Come over to YouTube and watch there. It is pinned at the top of the live chat on YouTube. It is the only place that I post that link. I'll do it again in the live chat. Uh, YT, there you go. You guys shouldn't be watching this on any other platform. If you want to support my content, always, always watch it on YouTube. So there's a new channel. Make sure you subscribe. It's where the podcast is going to live going forward. All right. Um, let's hit uh, a few of these call-ins over here. We got Connor in the house. Let's see what he's got for us. What's up, buddy? Hey, Rich. What do you want your legacy to be? What do I want my legacy to be? First, let me get this thing off the screen. There we go. What do I want my legacy to be? That's a good question. Well, you know what I found interesting, dude, is in the last year, I've known three or four people that I'm, that I've, that I've been close to that have died. And I've, and I've asked myself that uh, question, like, you know, what do I want to be remembered for? And I've even seen people that were far more significant than I am right now dead. 
and they're forgotten already, right? Like gone, poof, just like the wind. Good example. Uh, Kevin Samuels died a couple weeks ago, right? Does anybody even remember his name? Is it still something that's front and center? Not really. It's gone, right? So I don't think people remember anybody for that long. You know, the, the, the more significant you are, maybe the longer the memory will last a day or two, but that's it. So it's, so it's your immediate like inner circle. It's your family. Okay. It's your parents, your siblings, your girlfriend, your, your kids, you know, even guys in like a tight inner circle, like in a community, like we're building, you know, behind the scenes sort of stuff. When you have impact on somebody's life and you're close to them and you form a personal relationship, those are the people that remember you. And those are the only people that matter. So I've kind of taken your question and I've gone in a slightly different direction about what matters. Cause I think that's more important. People are going to remember me for what they're going to remember me for. Right. The one thing that they won't ever be able to say about me is that I kissed anybody's ass and that I conform to rules. Um, I've, I've told more people to go fuck themselves than pretty much everybody that, you know, right now combined probably. So I've always lived my life on my own terms and I've always tried to be you know how they say, like, they they tell men do what's right, but they tell women do what's right for you, girl. You know what I'm saying? Mental point of origin, putting yourself first. You know, people, people will say after I'm dead and gone, six feet under, that guy marched to the beat of his own drum. Yeah, makes sense. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks for asking Thank you. Um, let's grab, uh, got guns and grit in the house. I've seen him in the chat before. Let's see what he's got for us. Guns and grit. Oh, if that drew chick got a hold of you, she'd have a heyday with you, bro. Who me? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember, but I'm the one that sent you the, uh, the meme. Uh, which one? Richest fact where you were like, like that on the on the thumbnail and you said oh that was it, you that did that with uh it was you know, me yes. okay yeah and, yeah uh, i so sent you stuff I sometimes so i can so, show guys yeah uh where did i post that to I, I didn't post it to my new uh instagram i think it's on twitter somewhere let me see if i can find I, it I, ma I made the meme on twitter because twitter is just basically a free meme page thing now <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah listen you know feel free to send me your memes um, you know if you take my facial expressions yeah. and do that um, i think they're hilarious yeah, I was um, now now that I've done that, I've seen that you shared it. I'm trying to actually find a funny face of Rolo Tomasi. <laughs> There's probably no shortage of those. I mean, all you have to do is go look at the yeah. thumbnails of the people that criticize. Yeah, um, actually, I did see uh, which talking about Drew Afuelo and stuff. Um, I did see her criticizing him, too. Who, Rolo? Thought, yes, there is oh, a video of her criticizing Rolo and it's difficult to criticize a psychologist. Well, Rolo's not a psychologist. He's not? No. Like, what is it? What's it? He's got a degree in something, though. Like, he's, he's got a degree in something to do with, you know, um, basics of psychology, but he's not a licensed uh, or, or practicing psychologist, no. Okay, yeah. But it's hard to argue with someone who is speaking of psychology that is found in studies. <laughs> well, <laughs> 
you don't like women argue in the emotional oh look at him he's bald oh he's too short yeah. bro you yeah. know you're built like a you know like a yeah. lego block sort of thing like they just kind of point and sputter because they don't have a real yeah. argument so yeah. when a guy comes along with some you know like rational thought about mm -hmm. unplugging from you know the lies in the matrix um it's confusing <laughs> anyway yeah. so Here's the meme that you're talking about. It says, Rich Cooper's face when you call it and ask him if you should stay with your girl who cheated on you 47 times as a strict diet of Cheetos and Dr. Pepper and seven cats because your combined income is $30,000 a year. <laughs> yes. I actually, I couldn't I remember the whole meme verbatim, but if I could have, I would have called in and said, hey, Rich, listen to this. Uh, my girl is uh, 300 pounds and <laughs> uh, she has a, you know, we have a combined uh, net worth of this, that, and other, and see yeah. what you would do with it. But I couldn't, I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> no, it's bound to happen at yeah. some point. I mean, I always uh, get some crazy shit call-ins. Yeah, um, but I was just going to say there are like the majority of chicks that you that men my age are gonna, you know, come across. Actually, you know, they all subscribe to her. Like really, every one of them. I think that I, I think that the best question, to, which I'm. I'm engaged. I, I have a good woman. She mm. has like maybe a couple of the red flags, but they're all going to have the red flags. But she, she's a good one. She really mm. is. Um, she subscribes to her, but she, while we were actually watching this together and I said, Hey honey, I got to get up. I'm, I'm on this live thing. And she said, while you were talking, she goes, okay, I will agree that her laugh is really, really annoying. <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah. And, um, but I think that younger dudes, that are getting into a relationship or something or trying thinking that they're going to take a girl seriously, which mm -hmm. someone, someone under the age of 25 shouldn't be thinking of that anyway, under the age of 30, any, you know, 40 maybe, but a good question to ask a girl on a first date is, Hey, you ever, uh, you ever listen to Drew a flavor chick? You, you like her? Oh yeah. She's funny. Oh, cool. And if the answer is yes, just, you know, <laughs> I would, I would, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could ask that question, but yeah, but a real easy thing to do is, you know, a chick's always got a phone in her hand and she's yes. generally looking at something. And if she's scrolling through social media, like if she's on Instagram or if she's on TikTok or something like that, just say, you know, pass me your phone. Let me just have a look at, you know, your account. Yeah. I'm interested yeah. in what you follow. Like, yeah, you know, and then just take a look and, you know, see if there's any of those like red flag, you know, type of accounts that like pop out and just be like, all right, know what I'm dealing with, you know, arm's length kind of chick, maybe, you know, friends with benefits, not going to invite her in my life, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'll go half Simple. on the bill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll go half on the bill or just go to the bathroom yeah. and leave, <laughs> whatever. Like you get the point, right? Like don't invite yeah. chaos into your life like that. I mean, Hey, you know, I'm sure Captain Bunhead, you know, there is, is probably, you know, super happy with his loudmouth girlfriend, but whatever. <laughs> She made fun of Rolo for I think I'm pretty sure she made fun of Rolo for having a, a ponytail. Oh, the beanie like, thing? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, but her boyfriend that's has Rolo's look. Why is she making fun of her boyfriend? <laughs> like, you know, her boyfriend is looking at her thinking, Man, this is embarrassing, but she makes money, so I'm not really gonna say anything. Maybe that's why he shuts up. <laughs> Definitely, I don't know. Beta what, <laughs> I don't know what the payout is on something like that on TikTok. Millions. Like, I have no idea what the monetization structure is, but. I'm just like, none of the videos we saw were, um, sponsored by clothing, tea, you know, like, so there's no product placement, you know, with the views, it's just her roasting people. So how does she get paid? I, I wouldn't go so far as to say, uh, and it just sounds like some conspiracy, but we've all heard about TikTok being something to weaken America. There's gotta be something going on to where, you know, Oh, it's hey, a psyop for sure. 
it's, yeah, it's absolutely like TikTok is absolutely a psyop to pussify the Western male. It is. Yeah. Like, and the, I'm willing to bet that it's, she made something one time that was pretty misandrous or something and people liked it and they said, Hey, we want to pay you to keep doing this because we want this to be the narrative. Just don't tell anybody that. Possibly. Yeah. All right. Guns and grit. Got to let you go. Your audio is breaking yes. up. It's starting to pop a bit. All right. I'll- Thanks, bro. Um, yeah, OnlyFans is in her phone. No, there's no super chat today. Um, it's a brand new channel. You have to come over to the new channel. It's already been posted in the chat a few times to so scroll up. It's on YouTube podcast is the unplugged alpha head on over, subscribe, like the video. Um, there's a certain milestone it has to get to before I can get access to other tools and features of the channel. Unfortunately, it doesn't carry over. It would it would be cool if you had, you know, like an established channel that was already verified and everything. You could just set up another channel for, for a podcast that you want to move over and you have access to all the same tools and resources. But with a new channel, you start from square one. So just like everybody else, same structure. I have to pass all the milestones to get access to all the features. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, let's see what Zach's got for us here. We got uh, we got a certified Chad-looking dude in the house. So what's happening with you, man? Howdy, how's your day going? It's going good. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the longtime listener, first time caller. Read your book, blah blah blah. Uh, so to dovetail off what the last guy was saying, uh, so the U.S. Army, not saying who my current employer it may or may not be, but uh, the U.S. Army's banned soldiers from utilizing TikTok because it's run by the Chinese Communist Party. So yeah. neither here nor there. But suffice to say, um, you know, your red flag chapter gets talked about a lot, and rightfully so. Um, a while back, you did a video about your green flags, which I think would make a great addition to the book, um, because I think that's at least as equally useful. What I always tell people is, you know, I would try to always learn something from everybody I meet. Sometimes mm-hmm. you learn how not to be, what to look not for, but sometimes you learn how to be, what to look for. I think your green flags video was super useful. Um, and so, you know, I presently am seeing an entrepreneur. She doesn't see herself as such, but she doesn't like me to advertise her net worth, but it's, it's a significant number. And, uh, she's my job title right now on the civilian side, because I may or may not be an army reservist and I may or may not work in the army one week in a month. Uh, but on the civilian side, uh, if I were in the army, uh, my job title would be business intelligence architect. And so I'm north of 200 K and she, make several times what I make. And she's asked me the question recently, why don't, why don't you start your own business? And I'm like, that's a great, it's a great point because mm-hmm. she's made the point, you know, the industry, why are you making money for someone else when you're making money for yourself? And uh, so why do I mention this? Um, you've talked about, um, you know, in some of your red flags, I think you've mentioned uh, dating older women. So I'm 36 years old. Uh, I have two young children from a prior marriage. She's mm-hmm. older than me. She's a few years older than me. How old is and she? so what's that? How old is she? She's 46. That's not and, a few years older. That's a decade older. Uh, you know, when I was 25, I would have probably said the same. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not the young spry chicken I used to be. Uh, but I can certainly say after a hike in uh, the mountains of North Carolina, when she kicked my ass and left me in the dust, that she's in better shape than I am. I'm so, stronger than she. Oh, go ahead. So she's a 46-year-old um, entrepreneur. She's divorced or? Yes, yeah, same. Yep. We both have, have been married. You have two kids, you said? Uh, she does not. Uh, I have two kids. I have two young kids from a prior marriage. Oh, okay. Um, so she doesn't have any kids. 
She does not. Um, okay. So, you know, I, I've often wondered having, and I, and I wondered this frequently while reading your book, I wondered what would Rich think of this particular female? And at this point, as I said, there's stroll, don't need anyone else's uh, opinion, but I always value outside objective viewpoints. So based on the snippet I've said, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I suspect I already know what your thoughts are, but I'm not in the habit of assuming. So I just as soon ask you the question and hear what your thoughts are on the matter as I have some now creep. <laughs> um, what are my thoughts is I wouldn't do it. Okay. But that's me. I mean, look, I know that there's some attractive looking mid forties women out there, mm -hmm. but they can't hold a candle to a woman that's younger to younger to them if they're also attractive and fit. And also a mid forties mid woman is closer to menopause than a 25 or a 35 year old woman, right? So she might look good right now. Oh, fair point. That, uh, you know, that time in a woman's life comes hard and fast and it takes absolutely no prisoners whatsoever. I mean, at 36, I mean, you could be dating women in their 20s, right? So oh, I, the question I, I have for you is, what's so special about a woman that's a decade older that runs a business? Multiple businesses in this particular case. And I've uh, been with women half her age in the last year. And uh, I got to say, uh, I... Uh, I appreciate someone who takes care of themselves. I appreciate mm. someone who has ambition. Well, uh, and you know, obviously, I never introduced my kids to someone unless I've been seeing them for at least six months. And oh, uh, she's met your kids. She has. Yeah. How did that go? Uh, uh, great. Uh, they love her, and she loves them. Uh, and right now, fair, fair. I don't think that's likely to change. Um, Are you sure about that? No, of course not. Absolutely not. I, I worked in Intel when I was in Afghanistan. And my job was to make predictive forecasts about when and where the Taliban was going to be before they show up. Um, yeah. And we got pretty good at it because we, you know, quantified and brought objective data sets to make those predictive forecasts. Good. And, you know, so you can never fully predict what someone's going to be like in the future. But the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. Right. And so uh, I can say that uh, uh unabashedly that uh, I'm not concerned about her liking or loving my kids because she's spent enough time around them. Mm -hmm. And, um, but you know, we, we talked about just, the red, oh, go ahead. Let me just hover on that kid thing for a minute. All right. Like, like kids are, kids are always cute. Like there's always cute moments. You get an ice cream in their hand, you take them somewhere that they like, they're excited. They have cute moments. Right. But then there's a the moments where they don't get their way and they throw a temper tantrum. Well, or she's they, been there for that. Or that you got to travel somewhere and there's chaos and stress, you know, that gets added to the equation. And then, you know, she starts to look at them like, well, those aren't my kids, not my monkeys, not my circus. Right. Um, men are very willing to accommodate the, the offspring of another man. But I found women hard pressed over a long term basis to be enthusiastic about raising the offspring of another woman. So that's a great point. And I, you know, I don't want to over delve into, into your personal business and your personal affairs. I've watched a good number of your, your past um, podcasts. I haven't watched all of them, but I know you've talked about how you have a daughter from a prior marriage. And at least at one point, I think while you were writing your book, you had been seeing a female who I think yep. at the time you had said had a, had a good, at least rapport with your daughter. Yeah. And, you know, I would love to hear from an entrepreneur, someone who has started a business, 
Uh, don't, I'm expect, playing... don't expect mm -hmm. a woman to ever play the role of mother to children that aren't theirs. Certainly not. And I think the reverse is also true. Don't expect a man who is not the, the biological father of the children to ever play father to. But they are uh, expected. Men, men are expected to step up and, you know, be the, be the father that stepped up, not be the stepdad, you know, is the uh, meme trope that you hear a lot. Right. And, and it is. And there is absolutely double standard in our society. Um, so, uh, you know, what, what I see. So I have a son and I have a daughter. And, uh, you know, I've been taking both my kids to the home gym ever since they were each a month old. You know, I remember when they were each a month old, I'd have them down in their little How old are the kids, color. by the way? Uh, my daughter is four and my son is two. Oh, they're still small, dude. They're always cute at that age, right? Wait, they, wait they till are. they're eight, nine, ten years old and they start to have opinions. And then, you know, 10, 11, 12, and they start to have very different opinions. So to that point, and I'm glad you bring that up, opinions uh, in children are not what we should base our how we act on, but it's not something to preclude either. And I'll say this. Um, I don't want to disparage their mother. Um, mm. I was with. And you should. Right. I was with her for for a variety of reasons. I'm sad that things didn't work out. Um, I tried to save the relationship and she wasn't interested, but neither mm -hmm. here nor there. I will say this. Um, when I look at the woman I've seen, I've been seeing now for the better part of the last year, um, she's a physically fit, strong, you know, she, she's the type of female that, you know, when I was in my twenties and did not have a high opinion of myself, I did not have a high net worth, um, that I didn't, I, I thought a female like her was beyond me for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you talk about the younger females, uh, having been with younger females in the last year plus, I can certainly say that this particular individual, I know menopause and that comment is a fair, is a fair uh, criticism for lack of a better term. It's a fact uh, of biology. Yeah. It hundred percent. And let's be real about, about biology. Let's be real about science and about, about what's, what's coming. Of course, the same is true to a lesser degree for males, but obviously your points do not um, falter on the point of the female. I'll say this, she's more attractive than females have been with who are half her age. Um, and in terms of the, she's not the first female I've introduced to my children, but she's the first female who stuck around because my kids are the ultimate litmus test. Mm -hmm. And when my kids didn't like a past female, she got kicked to the curb. My kids love her, she seems to love her, uh, or she seems to love the kids. You know, you know what? You know what? Your, your your kids are at the age where they would really appreciate Disneyland or like Universal <laughs> Studios. So what I want you to do is I want you to ask your girlfriend, say, "Hey, babe, I got a great idea. Let's take the kids to Disneyland." Well, we've been actually talking about doing that. Funny you should mention that. Um, do it. I'll, do it, I'll and then that, come back and report to me how that went. Uh, you know what? I uh, suspect that that may likely happen. I, I'll say this: and I know your time is valuable, so I do yeah. want to be respectful of your time. Um, I look at her and I'm not so concerned about my son. Yeah. I figure, you know, you No, your kids gonna... are clearly very important and and it's a big factor of why you're dealing with this chick instead of a 26-year-old. I get it. I absolutely get it. So I'll say this and then and then and then I'll 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 drop off here because again, I do want to be respectful of your time. Um you know, I would love to know about more about you and and, and what you're basically for lack of a better term how, how how your relationship is with your daughter and how things have, have turned out, not in any sense of, mm -hmm. of judging in the sense of learning from someone who's been there, done that. Uh, but I will say this, I look at my girlfriend now and I look at, I look at my daughter and I think 
this is the female I would love for you to mirror. Maybe not exactly. I don't want you to go down the exact path that she has gone down. But this is a strong, successful female who I think can model what a confident female can be like. And that is a, a model that, and it, and it is a double standard. I don't worry about my son because I, I feel like it's my job to raise my son to be a man. Mm -hmm. But I also want to be, I want to present a positive role model for my daughter so she knows what to look for in a male. But I also want to have positive female role models in her life. And I look at my girlfriend now and I see that. So, you know, I've been thinking about calling into your channel for the past year since I read your book. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time I've done so. Um, and I, I suspected you would have hesitations, we'll call it. Uh, mm -hmm. And and this has been exactly as I more or less exactly as expected, um, you know, but I would, you know, I would love to in the future, perhaps a year down the line, you know, do a follow on call with you and you know how things turned out. Um, I'd love so, to hear that update because yeah. everybody watching right now is going to look forward to hearing how it's all unfolding. And I don't wish like shit on anybody. Like I hope it sure. really works out for you and that you get exactly what it is that you want out of it. Um, but it's a moving target and there's no unicorns and time and sunlight, you know, will reveal what somebody's all about. Absolutely. Um, you know, throw some chaos and some stress into there and, you know, see how things unfold. But right now you're doing the classic complicate life, justify why I like her. She's pretty. She still looks hotter than me. She can hike better than I can. A real question somebody put in the comments is how is she more fit than you are if she's 10 years older and you're oh, a man? Oh, she's got way better cardiovascular endurance than I do. Hands down. Yeah. She she was a triathlon athlete. She did Ironmans back in the day. Uh, you know, I'm way, way physically stronger than her. If we, if we, when we go to the gym together, I, I can lift multiples of what she can, but her ability to outlast me is okay. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's, but I mean, like you're basically looking for permission to like, you know, take this further. And it's like, you don't need anybody's permission. No, I, I don't need it out for you, then continue doing it, but proceed forward with, you know, like be observant of what's going on, you know, see how things unfold with the kids because one of the biggest reasons I hear you selecting this chick as a girlfriend, as a partner, a mate, whatever it is you want to call her, is because she's good with your kids, is because she's successful, is because you don't need to support her, is because she encourages you to be better sort of thing. That's a big part right there. Right. Is... But there's a reason for that, right? She's, she's 46 and she would normally be dating guys her age or probably older. Some of them might have some performance issues in a bedroom by this time if they don't know how to take care of their shit. Right. But she's got money. She doesn't need money. She needs, you know, she needs somebody to entertain her and she's got youth and looks in you, your big successful military guy. Right. She's saying, start your own business. Why line somebody else's pocket with gold when you can build something for yourself? It's a very good point. Why wouldn't you want to hear that conversation? She's saying be better. And that's, that is something, you know, and they say you always look for what you didn't have before. You know, I, in a, in my prior marriage, you know, uh, my, my, at the time wife was always basically saying, why are you going to the gym? You know, you're already strong enough and not understanding that this is a lifelong Let's journey. Do this. Let's yeah. do this. So Jaron Moff, there's a few people in the comments, uh, Ryan, that are offering some opinions. I think this is a great topic. If you guys want to click through on the StreamYard link and hop in, let's, you know, let's kind of chop up some of these things because 
Um, there's a few things that are coming up, like Jaron saying he's completely bought into her frame, so she has the upper hand in the relationship. Oh, and th that is a key point right there from your book that uh, I'm actually surprised that neither of us brought up to this point was being in her frame versus being in my frame. That's the you are, you yeah. Talk, you, yeah. You, you talk a lot about, and you know, I I don't like that. I hesitate to use the term alpha male. I've had friends in my close circle refer to me. <clears throat> As such, I don't like to refer to myself as such. He, no man who is the king has to say that he is the king uh, type thing. Yeah. Right. Um, it, but I find myself for the first time in my life adjusting to her frame. And I know that's something you, you vehemently oppose. Yeah, and you don't I don't do think, that. And I don't think unjustifiably so. Um, you know, and I find myself, you know, the reason why I was... I don't like to brag. The reason why I was as successful as I was in Afghanistan about predicting the future is because and it's the same thing I do now working in finance and working um, in the stock market is I I make scenarios and I account for any and in in, like no surprise is a good surprise. I hate surprises. Mm -hmm. There are no surprises. And so this is the first time where all of my scenarios find me adjusting to a female's frame. Um, and this is also the first time when I'm seeing someone who makes more money than me. Usually I make multiples of what the female I'm seeing makes. And in this particular instance, female makes multiples of what I make. Um, Jaron, how's it going? Hey, how are you doing? So yeah, that's Jaron. He's Menshrine in the live chat. He'll also be on with Moff later on um, yep. doing his stereo show. We got Ryan in the house, which is a certified hypnotherapist. Also a good dude. Um, <laughs> uh oh, you're gonna he's get also, it. <laughs> he's also been in the chat offering some, you know, opinions and views, which I think you should hear. I think this is a really good conversation. And there's times where I have call-ins where it's like, okay, I, I need to move on to the next one. This isn't this isn't a great conversation. This is one that I think that deserves a little bit more attention. So I have no problem spending some more time on you know tonight's show too. Yeah, I think the first thing that I notice, and guys in the chat can chime in too, but it seems like you're almost too confident with her, which that was kind of the red flag that got me going. Like, all mm -hmm. right, um, anything that Rich asked you, you had an answer for it. Like, oh, no, no, but not this one, but not this one. And we've seen a lot of callers yeah. that come into these shows and they do exactly that. And sometimes it's really hard to step outside of yourself sure. and take a look at yourself from an objective point of view, because I'm like you, I'm really analytical too. In my work, like I'm, I'm always, I'm always on, on the ball. But in my own relationships, looking back at the past, sometimes you're like, all right, well, you know what? I, 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 had, a, I had a hand to play in that screw up. And looking at yourself, at least things that I've seen in me is like when I'm so sure of something in a, in a relationship, usually it's kind of like, all right. Um, I, I, I'm sure you have plenty of experience in the with the military background and whatnot, but it seems like it seems like that you're so happy and so confident and so self-assured in this relationship that you're looking past things that might be leading indicators of things to come. For example, you mentioned that she does make more money than you. She has alluded to the fact that she'd like you to start your own business, AKA as Moss said, make more money, um, that she's fitter than you. And the way, the way you talk about her indicates to me that you're in the frame that she has the upper hand on you, that she's perceived as higher value than you. And it doesn't matter if it's true or not. If she thinks that in her head, then I see this starting to unravel at some point. And that's, that's just my two cents. So here, here's Ryan's comment. He, he said, if she's hotter at 46 than most of his other girls he's been with, he's got to work on his own self-worth value so he can feel deserving of hotter, younger women. And that's, that's possible. That, yeah, that's one thing that I've seen with a lot of military guys is they're going into the military and they end up with whoever happens to take them rather than women who are actually good for them. 
and I did this myself, married a woman in the Air Force, first woman that was like actually stuck, you know, dealt with me, right? Well, there was your first Bad mistake, chair Exactly, so, exactly, chair right, right, But anyways, right, right. point being that I see this over and over and over again with guys in the military is that they don't actually have a whole lot of self-worth when it comes to what they feel they deserve. So that was definitely true 10 years ago. Uh, and, and I, it's and true. I, and the thing is that I'm seeing the same pattern because you should be able to, you're a good looking guy. You're 36 years old. You've got all the stability indicators that every woman is looking for. You do. Right. And you're playing around with a woman who's 10 years older than you. Who's playing mommy. Mm. That's not really, if she's making more money, she's running things. She's you're in her frame. So kind of is in a lot of ways. The frame so, thing is the, is the biggest problem that you've got with this entire relationship in my view but I, the bigger thing I, uh, correct rich that is that that is correct or or rather i'm sorry hypnosis for men please continue your thought i didn't mean to interrupt you i apologize no 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 you're quite fine you're quite fine so here's the deal like if you actually felt that you could get good quality women who are you were aging younger who are a good mother and everything else you wouldn't be on the show asking rich if it was okay to date a woman who's 10 years older than you and you were in a frame of making more money so i i guess i guess it's a fair that's a fair point um my thoughts have been more are there exceptions to the rule is, well, of course is there are. yeah yeah well you sure. want this to be an exception so that you feel more comfortable about it because your intuition right now is warning you going yo zach you sure you want to do this is this going to go the right way well and, and you know, into that and, let's, into that go let's ahead. call this guy this this, this bald bearded man with a wicked ass beard <laughs> on youtube and say hey do you think this is a good idea rich you know let's let's ask his opinion oh wait now there's three other guys on with him let's see what they have to say sort of thing right Wow. The thing that I wanted to ask or the thing that I keep coming back to is the first thing you said at the beginning where she goes, you know, you're pulling over 200K. Like that's not exactly slouching around and she's doing multiples of that. And so her question of well, why don't you start your own business is not it's when are you going to start making some more money? It's when are you going to get on my level? It's when are you going to get to a place where I look at you as my provider and my financial best? And so, we're, we, we seem to be getting away from that a little bit. No, and I'm so glad that you brought that up because this is this is something that I dialed in to very quickly after she first mentioned that. I didn't say anything about it in the moment. As a rule, I try not to say anything in the heat of the moment. I'll go back. I'll think about it for a day or two. If it's still bothering me, then I'll say something about it. Uh, and so this is, in short, how the conversation has evolved over the last several months, which was... I brought this to her attention, you know, essentially, you know, anyone who knows me is not going to shy away from the fact that I don't exactly have a low opinion of myself. And um, it seemed odd to me that she didn't seem to have a high opinion of me. And we can only go with how people explain themselves, which was that it wasn't that at all. It wasn't that I needed to be the breadwinner in the relationship. It was no, I've started multiple businesses over the last two decades. Like what, you know, your industry, why aren't you making more money for yourself? You're working as a consultant. Yeah. Yeah. But all but the of question that, is like rooted all of in words is just a big word salad for, I need you to make as much money. I need you to be better. Exactly. I need you to yeah. do better. Like I need but a man more, that's better than me. But more than that, the, the whole, like, all we can do is judging by the words. That's a hundred percent bullshit. You know, about that, especially if you're working in Intel, you don't fucking pay attention to what they say. You can't, you fundamentally can't. And you know that. Right. But they're right. They're looking, they're saying, Hey, you are, she is telling you that she is wondering why you're not better than you are. 
Those are the words it, that are coming out her mouth. She wants you she to be wondering. better. Yeah. She loves, she loves the D Zach. Like that's why she's with you. I mean, you're obviously doing something right mm -hmm. in the bedroom, but she's also telling you in another breath when you're not in the bedroom, Hey, it would be really cool if you started a business and made as much money as I did. So I can look at you instead of down towards you. And it's not her fault, was, right? Yeah. That reaction that you're having of like, oh, like this is that, that I was, I'm not saying you were hurt, but like, oh, like I didn't want to say anything. Clearly you got a reaction out of you. You didn't like that she brought that up. That stirred something in you that you were frustrated about. But again, like this, this is women in a nutshell, man. Like this is something that we have to come to expect. So I'll go ahead. Please, Mrs. Yeah, Schmidt, please two go. Things. Uh, number one, the fact that you had to bring it to her attention is kind of like a, hey boss, just wanted to let you know. Just saying, right? And number two, there was a guy by the name of Ian Ironwood who was one of the very early Manosphere writers. And he was a situation where he was his wife was the breadwinner in the, in the family, right? Now, they deliberately did things to put him in headship of the relationships, and she deliberately did things to make him the head of the household. This woman doesn't seem like she's doing that to you. If you want to test that theory, have you guys talked about where do we stand? Are we going to live together? Has any of that come up? Oh, it absolutely has. And who who was it that brought it up? You or her? No, me. Okay, you brought it up. You're in her yeah. frame. Okay, so carry on. The there I I have plans for the future of our relationship um, that I don't feel like broadcasting on YouTube. Okay, uh, you've got plans, but does she it, have plans? And is, is she, it the financial aspect? Is she kind of like a sugar mama type situation? Because I'm down in Latin no. America, and I've talked to guys in the group. I've dated older women. They give me like access to cars or like nice beach properties and stuff, but it's like, it's not going anywhere. And we both know that. It's so, not one of those situations. She's just throwing money at you. No, no, no. This is a relationship. Quite, yeah. quite, okay, quite, crazy, quite yeah. the converse. In fact, uh, and, and what I'm about to say may draw some ire, um, but it is what it is. Um, we both opened up a few months ago with each other after we'd been seeing each other for, for a little while, for a few mm -hmm. months we opened up with each other about, you know, our past, because I think context is important. And she had shared that basically she had felt like she'd been taken advantage of in past relationships to the degree that, that you gentlemen are referring to. And so something I said to her is that hypothetically looking down the road, if you and I ever got married and I brought this up, I said, listen, I have my own money. You have your own money. I would, you, you have more than I do. I would volunteer sign a prenup because I want you to know I don't want or need what you have. I'm interested in you as a person. So a lot of the stuff that you're talking about here, Zach, like this is not the relationship of an unplugged man running the frame of the relationship, you know, making himself his mental point of origin. This is a guy that's, that's, that's none of those things. Can I, can I, make it a little bit more brutal for you to make it yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, please do. She's the husband looking for a wife and you're a perfect wife right now. Yeah. I mean, Oh, hang on a I, second, I, dude. That's the title of the clip. That's, that's, <laughs> let's go. Uh, call me. <laughs> I mean, up the J Velco clip that shit. I mean, call me, call me confident enough in my own masculinity that I'm like, Okay. okay. That's, if that's if that's the role you want to play in the relationship, fine, and you're welcome to own that. Like, there's nothing. Nobody says you can't do that, right? You're a grown ass man. You can do whatever you want to. This is right? some advanced shit, sure. Zach. This is not. But if, you know, right, this, this is, not this is the definitely masses. not the bunny slopes. This yeah. is definitely the bunny slopes here, right? If you're going to play this is the double game, black diamonds in Colorado, <laughs> right? But if that's the way you want to go down things, then you can, right? Just understand that you have a very hard road to run. 
And you're going to so, have to get her to buy into the idea that you are the wife in the relationship rather than the husband, because most women, especially accomplished women who are, who are her age and older, they want a husband. They want a man to lead. So, so you're going to have to figure out how to do that without having the power in the relationship, without having the money in the relationship. So to, without going too much into oversharing, uh, one of the things that um, we'll just say one of the things that make that makes our dynamic interesting is that um, in terms of uh, who takes control in the scenario, in various scenarios, uh, I basically always take point. Talk about the better that way amongst other things. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty um, common though, right? Like we know, like one of the things you'll always find is that career women love to be dominated in the bedroom. Like one of the things that you like pantsuit women, 40 year old women, I mean, marching around all day, barking orders, for they think for 30 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever, they get to put that aside. And uh, yeah, that's not a secret, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I see what you mean, but I mean, I think that's, it's a lot more common. Than I it's think. a little bit more than that. We're, um, not, we're not trying to pop the bubble here, Zach. We're just, we're just trying to make sure that you march into this with your eyes wide open. No, uh, and, I mean, and th like, we're, we're doing that's what you're asking for, right? Like, right, that's right. why you we're called doing, in tonight. Right. We're doing, mil we're doing MDMP, military decision-making process. We're doing co dev course of action development, course of action analysis. We're doing war gaming. And so what I'm really okay. What's that? <laughs> Not really, but okay. Ryan's uh, ex-military, so you can't goose him. Well, let's just say I'm always looking for people to play the opposing force to present to me a strong counter argument for why I should not pursue the course of action I'm strongly considering pursuing. Well, I mean, you're uh, going to pursue it anyway. You're just, you know, you're just asking for the that's not true. That's, that's that's. I think in this case, you so need to present the, the strong argument as to why you should pursue this. No, leave, let's leave that aside. Let's leave that aside for just a moment. If you want the strong argument why you shouldn't pursue this, number one, you're walking into a situation where you are going to be submissive to her in the relationship. Until and unless you figure out some way to get headship in the relationship, even though she has more money and she accepts that frame, you are SOL. Which is highly unlikely. Yeah. Which means that the life of the relationship is limited to say the least. And you're investing all kinds of time and energy in a woman who is fundamentally not going to be able to partner with you in the way that you want to partner. She's not going to be a wife for you. She's not going to be a mother to your kids. He wants to go check it out on his own, though. And I mean, if that's like, and hey, you know, knock Jack's yourself like, out. Right? You know, he's already got plans for everything. He's talking about prenups. You know, he's and that's fine. That's fine. Like if that's the road you want to go down, you want to try this out. Cool. Like knock yourself out. You're a grown ass man. Do your thing. Right. Just understand that you're not actually going to get out of this what you think you're going to. So so. No, and 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 this is not a. And, and I, I go sorry, ahead, Zach, but just to Ryan's point, like every relationship has an expiry date. Okay, it can be on on death. It can be six months, twelve months, eighteen months from now. Right. So this is no, not that, you know special and unique just to what you're dealing with here. No, and that's a and that's a fair point. Um, you know, uh, I always value the outside opinion because I don't have all the answers. And the reason why I always like to reach out in this case to gentlemen who I've never had the opportunity to speak with or have a burden with in person is because uh, sometimes I desire that objectivity of people that are outside of my inner circle who aren't going to tell me what I suspect maybe what I want to hear. What does your inner circle tell you about this? What do your military mates tell you about this? That she is amazing and that she's a far better pick for me than anyone else I've ever been with. 
so the so the, so the standard was quite low to Ryan start out. That. That's the key. Yeah, you nailed it. That, that's why you're with her. There was um there was a um, video I did in the winter time. I don't know if you caught it, but it was me just basically reacting to a Tony Robbins clip, and he was talking about raising your standards. And really, the question is, you know, if you want to become a better version of yourself, if you want to excel, if you want more for yourself and for your kids and all that sort of stuff, you have to start by raising your standards. But if your standards are like in the basement, then like the next level is the main floor. Like you're not even on the top floor of the building, right? So it's like, you know, you're starting from, uh, you know, from square one. Let me ask this. What is, what was it, what is it about her that is so much better than your previous partners? There are a plethora of items. And again, uh, there are some, sure. Bottom line front, um, she, 46. She's hot, period. Uh, she's hotter than some of the 23-year-olds I've been with. Okay. Uh, the, I, and this is not just my opinion of myself. This is the opinion of, to your point. I'm not asking about you. I'm asking about her. What does she bring that's so much She She brings a perspective that challenges me to be a better version of myself, which is what okay. I need. Good. What else? Uh, what's that? What else? Sounds like mommy. Well, keep on going. So she's hot. She challenges you. What else? Um, she gives me the time of day. Uh, specifically, we are able to. I'm sure you've heard this before. Mommy does but that I too. Feel, keep on going. It's fine. Keep going. Hey, I mean, whatever works. Um, I would respectfully disagree with that particular sentiment, but um, intellectually, I think that we're on the same level. Okay. Um, I've thought about starting my own business for a few years. Sure. This is the first time I've been with someone who's so actually actually smart, capable, and hot. In a nutshell, that's that's it. If we want to keep it simple, smart, capable, and hot is a great summary. Perfect. Sounds. It sounds there like you're defining There are a million of those man. out there. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Like one of the re one of the things that I have a, cha a challenge with is that all the women that I date, they're amazing, they're submissive, they're feminine, but I also they're dependents. They can't play on my level at all. That's really annoying, right? But so I can understand wanting somebody smart and capable and who's hot. So the thing is that there are a lot of those women out there. There actually are. Few of them are proven though. And that's one of the things about that's the here's the thing about proven. She's proving herself in a very masculine space. Which means she's heavily she into her masculine, right? Which means she also has a hard time getting into the feminine. The, uh, not time. not in this case, because I will tell you Outside one of the, of the things. Bedroom, outside of the bedroom. And one of the things I really okay. appreciate about this particular individual, want to go on about the attributes about her that I, I particularly appreciate is the fact that it is really hard in 2022 to find a conservative female who wants to go to the shooting range with you, who also cleans up nice, puts on a sexy dress and you look at it and you go, damn, not really That's all of Texas. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm in Ohio. So, so move. <laughs> uh, I can't because my kids, uh, otherwise it would fair, enough, fair, fair point, but still, yeah. I mean, like she's not the only hot conservative chick that'll shoot guns with you. I mean, it's not like, there's no line in the sand where it's like, oh, they only start at 46 and above. Yeah. Like fundamentally the Zach, like all the things that you're looking for, like, I'm glad that you're looking to level up. That's a, that's a hell of a positive, good thing. Right. And bringing around women who actually bring something to the table and can challenge you and actually keep you on track is a good thing. Like that's actually one of the major reasons why I would ever want to be in a long-term relationship is to have somebody with me to call me on my shit on a regular basis, right? Because they can see stuff with you day-to-day -day that other people can't, even your best mates, right? Even the people that are in your circle, right? The thing is that she is so far ahead of you professionally everything else 
and she is so far ahead of you in years, number one, you can get a much better version of that who's younger and is probably more in line with you in terms of where you're going to be going in life. Because she's aging 10 years faster than you are, <laughs> right? It's often like the issue where the die is running out before the woman is. The woman's going to be running out before you are in this relationship, right? So you can find that younger, tighter, hotter version of her who is also not so far ahead of you economically and everything else and is not so driven. So probably it's more time for you and your family, right? So just take a moment and think about whether or not that's actually possible for you, because if you feel it's not possible, that might be the issue. One thing I see with a lot of guys is they get, they find, ah, oh, this is the best person I've ever found. And this is the hottest person I've only version I've found with it. I'm going to go ahead and lock this down. And that was wife number two. That was also a mistake. <laughs> I say this shit because I have been there, done that. Okay. Sure. And every single time it's a situation where I did not feel I could do any better or there wasn't hotter, better out there for me. No. In spite of so, all the red flags, in spite of all the differences, in spite of all the downsides. So, so I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rich. Yeah. I was going to say, Zach, like, look, you know, um, you guys know if you followed me for a while, my ex-wife is a lawyer. And I think when I met her, she was probably making slightly more money than me. It wasn't a vast difference. It wasn't like multiples. Um, when you get involved with a chick that like women have pursued careers and done things like you have to understand something about this chick, Zach, is that she, she completely set aside being a mother, having a family, raising children to build a business, which is a masculine pursuit predominantly, right? Not to say there aren't female entrepreneurs and they can't be good at it. They can be very good at it. And I know several women that run businesses, but it comes at a cost, right? It surely does. Right. And it, and when I say it comes at a cost, it's not just like a cost with having a family and, you know, like leaving a legacy or anything, those things, it comes at a cost in the sense of it changes the fabric of their nature. Women that chase excellence, get to 46, don't have a family, have a fantastic physique. You think they're attractive, they're cardiovascular, you know, superior, blah, blah, blah. They make a lot of money. They're smart. They encourage you. They support you. They love your kids, all that kind of stuff. They've, they've basically become superior versions of what it is that you're looking to be and become like, you're probably seeing a little bit of a reflection in there and you're like, I, 100%, you know, 100%, like I admire this chick, totally she's done something, but yep. she's also partially playing the role of, you know, I mean, you, you're definitely in her frame. I think even you would agree with that. And everybody here on the panel say the same thing, Yep, I'll be the which first is, to which is a very bad start. And then, you know, the part after that is you're dealing with a, a female that's been masculinized and no longer a conventional, you know, traditional type of female. There's no woman out there that runs a business that's an entrepreneur that's successful, that makes the kind of money that you're talking about with her. Cause you're saying it's a multiple of your 200 grand. It's a lot of money, right? So it's definitely a over a million dollar a year business. She probably has employees has been around for a while, you know, know something that's pretty impressive, right? Women really look up to those guys. Like I can tell you, like as an entrepreneur, when you, when you tell a chick that you run a business and you have the receipts to go along with that, the nice car, the lifestyle, you know, where you travel to and stuff like that, that has a big impact. And women that go and chase careers like that, they basically masculinize themselves. And there's some guys that like that. I'm saying, look, dude, if you dig that, you know, if that's part of your vibe and stuff, but just understand, like, there's a lot of stuff sitting here in your blind spots that we're pointing to. You may not like it. No, and, and that's, there's two that's possible why I dialed in. Exactly. That's why I dialed in. 
Yeah, and, get, there's, and there's two possible outcomes here. Hey, it works out forever and ever until kingdom comes. She sees your kids go through university, you know, become adults. You know, you guys become grandparents, blah, blah, blah. Or it lasts, you know, it runs its course and it's done in whatever period of time. First step for you, just to really see where she's at, to really like square away where, you know, where her head's at and what she's all about. Take that trip to Disneyland and see how you feel about her and see how she feels about your kids after that trip. One last thing I will say is that dating is a guy in my forties. Like I run into a lot of women like on the apps and stuff like that, especially professional women in their thirties and forties who have not yet been married, not had kids. Those are big ass boxes on their life plan. They haven't checked off yet. And you're so, kind of like a pre-built version of all of that for her. She so, to work on. so, and to dovetail off that thought, one of the things that we talked about um, after she finally shared with me her net worth was um, the fact that I didn't run away. Um, how many how many times greater is it than yours? Like you don't have to tell I, us. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not liberty to share that information. Um, so it's that much, huh? It's it's. It is enough that I'm not at liberty to divulge that number. Got it. Okay. Uh, so one of the things I appreciate is that I'm not a one percenter, not even close. My goal is to be there someday. My goal is to, once I start my business in the next 12 months to over the next 10 years to organically grow, to be a one percenter. But, you know, I do okay for myself. When I brought females in the past over to my home after taking them out on a few dates and they see my house, they see my car, they see the neighborhood I'm in, they see my what my neighbors live in, what they drive. They inevitably, I can tell the gold digger light turns on. One of the things that is a huge breath of fresh air for me with this particular female is that I don't worry about that with her. Um, now I know right, that, this that is- creates other problems like you being in her friend. Yeah, you got other issues to worry about. Yeah, you I was know, going to ask you too, Zach. You mentioned at some point, we kind of skirted over it, that she sure. gives you the time of day. I'm curious what that means to you, like what that means. Obviously, you've lacked it in your past relationships. And then mm -hmm. also this thing too that you're mentioning with the young girls coming over and they're you're getting the gold digger vibes. You shouldn't be getting those as long as you're establishing the frame from the get-go because you and I, are we're, we're the same age. We're about the same place in life. We do kind of similar the same, same thing. You, you shouldn't be having those problems. Does that make sense? And if you sure. have had those problems, my question would be why and what does specifically does she gives me the time of day? That one there is, stuck with me. There is one thing specifically that she has done that no one else have ever seen, including my ex-wife has ever done. Um, not with the expediency that she has. And I do, this is not something I usually discuss with anyone, but Rich, perhaps you... And actually, I don't know. I, I don't know the other gentlemen on the call, so I can't speak to what other gentlemen on the call have, have done. I'm in the process of writing a book. Um, I was I began writing it before my ex-wife and I split up. She was never really interested in reading any drafts, providing any feedback. Uh, my girlfriend now, if I send her a chapter I've written, she that the same day sends it back to me, red inked, and says, "This is good. This is bad. This didn't make any sense to me." And that is a for like a better term, like I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it. It's a tremendous ego boost. It makes me, it makes me feel. Zach, yep, I know the yep, feeling. Right. My ex-wife yep. wrote the first legal contract for my first business. Yeah, look, you're in a situation where you're getting. That doesn't more mean that you should marry her, though. No. <laughs> However, I what what it did mean to me was that all the other females I dated were not worth marrying if they couldn't be bothered to show at least that degree that that degree of 
Okay, I don't but, want to say respect. Okay, but who's 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 saying that you're not going to get there with this one, right? Because it's still fresh. This one is not that fresh. Um, fresh we've been a little less than a year. That's um, fresh, dude. Like it's it's fresh for the first twelve to sixteen months, I would say. And that's and that's fair. And I and I know you've made the point, you know, about you know you've talked you've discussed timeframes in the past, yeah. and, and and this is fair points. The only I don't want to at all sound argumentative. The only the only possible counter. No, but the I'm, point that I'm getting at, Zach, sure. is that you know you're with your wife, you have a couple of kids or two and four. I'm assuming that you're with her for a few years before that, right? You've got a long-standing relationship, so her opinion of you from day one when she decided to touch your pee pee and have sex with you and get into a relationship and marry you obviously changed over time. Right. So, I mean, you know, you've been with this chick for less than a year who says that the next time you try to write a book or a manuscript, she's going to send it back. So eagerly redlined. Right. Again, it seems yeah. like a low bar. Uh, yeah. I, want to go, I think Ryan's point with this stuff that you brought up about what's, what's cool about this chick. Like these seem like very elementary, very low bar as far as, okay, she's good looking. They're, literally millions of beautiful women out there that are younger, that are more feminine. Uh, she takes your stuff seriously and helps you edit your book. Okay. Like that's nice. Um, but I mean, I'm not hearing anything like I was bedridden for six months and she never left my side or she fought tooth and nail to get me this and that. And these seem like, it just seems like a low bar. And it's because it seems like maybe you didn't have those you haven't that's experienced possible. enough of these positive qualities in these women like the first time that you're getting this it's like gotta have it gotta lock it down it's the best i'll ever have never had it before that means it's meant to be kind of stuff and and that that that's possible and it's possible and i'll be the first to admit it's possible i'm making a huge mistake uh like i i'm i'm not so i'm not so self-assured as to say that well i mean i think it's a little bit more than that ernesto but uh suffice to say uh you know uh, I'm not, I'm not so self-assured to say that, oh no, this is the only, like, this is, I, she's not my soulmate. How much did you date? Well, how I much guess, did you date? How many other women did you date between your divorce with your, your, your ex and then this woman now? At least a dozen. Okay. That's like so here's long what term or, yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Here's what I'd say. It's like, look, Moff kind of nailed it on the head. This is the first time you're getting a woman who actually has her shit together, is in a total basket case, is relatively hot and treats you well. It's an amazing experience. Right. I can understand why it's really got you in a place of like, let me lock this down. Right. I get it. All I would say is that there are probably better options out there. So, the and, and that, that and, yeah. Oh, sorry. The go ahead. You have, the fact that you have had this experience is a phenomenal thing. If she's the one, great. You're telling me she's not your soulmate. So, why are we having this conversation? No. And, and, and th that's an extremely important point because I personally don't believe that there is, in a planet of 7 billion people, I don't believe that there's one person for you. I believe that. Every, we're all fucked up. Pardon my French. So I'm sorry if I cuss for cussing your, okay. on your pod stream or podcast. Cares, but yeah. No, that uh, Drew Buffalo chick already destroyed the algorithms yeah. with her. Okay. Mouth, well, there, so. there we, there we go. But suffice to say, you know, I believe that, you know, call me old fashioned. I believe that relationships actually take work, you know, without saying anything. Actually, that, believe it or not, the greatest relationships don't take work. Don't take much. Yeah. They're they, actually pretty easy. Yeah. They just yeah. kind of fall, fall into each other. Well, so I mean, if you find so, yourself working for a relationship, it's a pretty good sign that you're not in a good relationship. So, and it, to that point, I would say, which is why it's been such a breath of fresh air that this one has felt as natural as it has. But even if I were to hypothetically come across someone else who I thought was a better fit, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to drop what I have 
because at what point because at, at, at what point is 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 good enough so to make a business Why are analogy, settling no i no fear. let's quantify no let, no no it's not fear let's quantify this like like good like well, here's well, he's asking you difficult right. questions let me go ahead now. let me go ahead no, let me no, go ahead and let me no. step in for a second because zach's right here it's like it's not it's not just fear right there is a certain amount of like the optimal choosing problem secretary problem yes i absolutely get it but the fundamental point is you're only 36. <clears throat> so you're let's not, quantify not this. that old well so let, let's quantify this you know is there a dollar amount where once i hit this dollar amount i'm good or do i always need to be making more money now has anybody here been suggesting that no no, no, no. That and, so, and, I, and I'm not saying that anyone has. But with what I, you're making, you you can get some really nice young girls that'll be totally bought into I, you. Like you that, will not have any of these conversations. Yeah, that's not. That's I, I not make, I, I'm, I'm making that. an analogy here. So yeah. what I'm suggesting is, for example, my goal here. So there's a certain lifestyle I would love to be able to live, and there's a certain lifestyle I'd love to be able to provide for my what children. If, so once I hit that dollar amount, working harder than that for me. That what is what, what what's the return on my investment for working harder than that once I hit the uh, lifestyle? Here's the deal. Okay, so here's the thing: is you're looking at the positive side of the equation, saying these check the boxes and hit my minimum threshold for me to be able to retire from the game. It's a sense. little bit more than the minimum. It's it's. But I would you know, say you a know very... what I mean, right? You know what I'm saying, right? Sure. Okay. Fair. Okay. We're saying, hey, there's all this shit on the negative side. You're not paying any attention to. No. And okay. because of that, the positives you're seeing are not actually as good as you feel that they are because the negative is subtracting from it there that you're below threshold now again. So let's see what I'm saying. Okay. So let's follow that thought stream to its logical okay. conclusion. So let's say that I make a huge mistake here mm -hmm. and let's say that this particular female and I, we don't work out. What, what, what are the lasting consequences? Two well, years of your life. Maybe well, more. for you, Zach, like, I'll be honest with you. This is a, this is a low risk relationship. If, if it has to untie itself, so if you're looking at it from the perspective of playing not to lose, then yeah, she's she's a good choice, right? She has more than you. Um, she's not she's not after or able to go after anything you have. That's that's if for me. if anything, the prenup is going to be worded in in such a way where she won't be responsible for paying child support to those kids, uh, which and, and, and may or may not that. be enforceable in a court. So you know, there's something like, you said. It's very easy, you know, this one from the you know, from the perspective of, well, at least I won't lose half my shit. At least I won't have to pay her child support. At least she won't be able to steal my kids from me or anything like that. I get Dude, it. You're playing you know? scared. Yeah. You're playing scared. Fundamentally, you're playing scared. Of and maybe I am. Part of maybe I am. Playing scared you. Absolutely. Maybe I am. I mean, maybe I am. You don't, you don't want any other kids though. You know, I'm assuming like you've been snipped or whatever. You don't want any more kids. I have not been snipped. Um, and does, does she want any more kids? Uh, we, we we've talked about it but the, but the fact is that i mean she is 46 years old it is probably unlikely i have i have a you know i know my children are very young but i have a great relationship with them i love my kids they love their dada uh you know it presuming that the two kids i have are the only kids i'm ever going to have then then i'm still doing a-okay you know at, at this point um you know i call me selfish I'd like to be happy with the person I'm with. I'd like to be able to actually enjoy their company. And, you know, while I'm not looking for them to be a mother to my children because they already have a mother, I would like for the at least 50% of the time that they're with me 
for us all four to be able to have a good time. Look, here's the and, deal, man. Like yep. you're, you've got very low bar here that you're trying to clear a very low bar and you're playing scared. I mean, you can do far, awful. far better. You could do far, far better. He's playing not you know? to lose, man. You're playing not to lose. And that's, that's okay. If you want to play scared, if you want to play it safe, cool, do it. You're not going to get a lot of support from guys on this panel because all of us that's are trying fine. to do a lot better. Yeah. You want to call one of those you know. like, you know, other shows, if you want to get support, like you know, dude, like that's a good idea. I, I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I'm looking for people to tear down the plan. So oh, this it's is, been torn this, down. Yeah, it's been torn down tonight. <laughs> well, I mean, this is, I mean, this is MDMP in a heart shell or in a nutshell. You know, if if your plan can survive being torn down, then it's a good plan. If it can't survive being torn down, then you need to go back to the drawing board. So uh, like, right. we can like, tell you made up your mind already. We know is it a good plan. Yeah, yeah, like your mind's made up. And I think that I think that Chris made a good point here in the chat. He said this poor guy's ego is too big to listen to the wealth of knowledge and experience being given to what? him. Why is that the he opinion has, here? Hold on. Uh, he has fully justified the complication and has taken the feminine role so hard he's leading with his feelings and is using them to ignore logic. So that's just the observation of somebody in the chat. Again, you may not like it. You may not want to hear it. But all we're doing is we're holding up a mirror, just reflecting some shit back. Some of it's in your blind spots. Some of it you already and know And I appreciate about. that. That's why I called in. Yeah. yeah. All right, Zach. Uh, thank you for your time. Let us know how it works out, man. Appreciate luck, it, gentlemen. Thanks, bro. That is, uh, that's one of my longer ones, but I think that was worth having. It's a good one. Um, Get some good clips out of that. Yeah. Um, Ryan, I, th I think you know that a lot of military guys that I know fall into kind of those traps too. Yeah, Paul talks about that a lot as well. Yeah. It is one of the biggest problems in the military is guys get married way too young to the wrong people for the wrong reasons. Um, I did it myself. Twice. Shining example. Twice. Yeah. Well, the second one wasn't in the military, but I, that was a different set of problems. So at least right, but I mean, like you're ways, but yeah, like you're making decisions based on your firmware, oh, right? 100%. Which wasn't serving you, which you know was part of the unplugging process. Exactly, exactly. But yeah. All right, um, I'm going to take one or two more here because um, I'm going to try to go for a full two hours on this one. Let's get you know, I'll get Chad and then I'll get uh, Glenn. So just stick around, guys. Chad, you've been waiting around for a while. What do you got for me, buddy? Hey, man, how's it going? Good. So um, it was kind of a long story, so I'll try and be quick with it. When I was uh, 17 and a half or so, I got kicked out of my parents' house. I ended up on the street. Um, when I was like 19, I was still homeless, and I started talking to this girl I went to school with. We dated for a little bit and then ended up getting married because she got pregnant and eventually lost the kid. Um, she was a bigger girl, but I looked past that because uh, I was homeless. You know, I didn't think any girl wanted me. Like I was, right. I was fucking ninety pounds, soaking wet. I was dirty. It was just, it was terrible. You know, um, this is six years later. I'm twenty five. I weigh a lot more. You know, um, I feel a lot better. I have a, a nice apartment. You know, a good job. I'm an electrician. Uh, working towards starting my own business one day. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering. You know, she's still. Uh, heavy but she's said she's you know very very willing to work on it like she works out every single day right now she's lost a lot of weight recently and i'm just wondering is it like is it worth it to wait for her to lose it or you know should i just cut this off if you're not i, I live in california to, if you're not att attracted to overweight women then why are you dating overweight women 
See, one of the grand mistakes men make is like, oh, I can, I can work on her. I can get her to go to the gym or I can get her to, I mean, like growing her hair long is pretty easy, right? Mm -hmm. Like when I met my chick, she had kind of like shoulder length hair and I'm like, no, I prefer longer hair and she grew her hair longer, right? Like that's not a big deal, but to tell a chick to lose, like, I don't know, like whatever she weighs, like she's a hundred pounds overweight, 200 pounds overweight, you know, lose weight is like, like you have to want it. And, you know, like the other guy was calling in, like, I'm looking for your permission to date somebody that's a decade older than me. You're like, I'm looking for your permission to date a fat chick. Yeah. Well, there's, there, it is a little bit more I mean, like the she, problem you, is, you guys have been together for a while already, right? We're, we're married. We've been You're married, married, right? Married, so it's yeah. not, it's Six not a situation. Years, so. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, so you got a big long, you got history and she's been with you through some seriously hard times. Yeah. Right. So she's actually shown you that she's there through the thick and thin. Right? Yeah. And now that you're doing better, you're like, do I drop this chick and move on to something better? Or do I keep her around and help her improve? Is that about right? Pretty much. Do you love the girl? Do you like being around her? Is she good? Is she good for I you? Mean, she's, she's practically my best friend. I really enjoy spending time with her. I really enjoy hanging out with her. Like, honestly, I've told her to leave six or seven times now, like within the past month and a half. And she's gone to her dad to come back, gone to her dad to come back. Because every time she leaves, because of her weight, you know? Mm, okay. leave because you're overweight but i mean you're also saying that she's your best friend like that's a huge red flag whenever a guy makes a chick his best friend right like that's that's not a good starting point i mean you should have boys like why don't you have a circle of friends like why don't you have men i work too much i mean i hang out with my boys and i can but i work like 60 hours a week and then find find that best friend in a a man right one thing I will say is like, if she's, if she's put in the work in order to like support you when you're at your worst, then I don't think that there's anything wrong with giving her some time to try and get shit sorted out, especially if she's doing some work right now, if she's actually dedicated to it, if she's actually doing what she's supposed to be doing, oh, yeah. she's actually making progress. She is dedicated. So, she's making progress. She works out like three times a day, you know, um, once in the morning, once in the evening, because she doesn't really have a job. She works sure. at the Dollar Tree store and she only gets like eight hours a week. So she's right. at home cleaning up, um, making food for me, and working out all day, then, basically. Then it sounds like she's pulling her weight, so to speak, in the relationship, and she's doing what she should be doing. So how much how much weight has she lost in the last years? Um, like she just started a few months ago, and she's lost like sixty pounds. So. Sixty pounds in a few months is pretty good, but I mean, you also had to throw her out of the house a few times to get her motivated, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was going to ask you too, Chad, what led to the weight gain? Because I've been formerly a fat person. It's usually kind of deeper psychological type issues there. And you mentioned that you are at one point were 90 pounds soaking wet. So in that relationship, she's considerably bigger than you. And most girls like a man that can kind of, that they, they can feel the man's force over them. Is there kind of a weird dynamic in that relationship? Are you like the last guy where you're falling more into her frame? And now that you're starting to get your stuff together, you're like, Hey, you know what? You want to invert that dynamic or, or what, why is it that you're on the smaller side and she's so much bigger than you? Cause that's, that's an interesting relationship. You don't see that a lot. I mean, she's always been heavier than me, but I mean, I'm significantly stronger. I'm maybe skinny, but I'm strong for how I look, I guess. Um, and so like, I've always been very dominant and um very demanding so she's pretty much always fallen into my frame as soon as we got a place together and started living like the actual couple instead of me being homeless and her sending me money 
she was doing that for a long fucking time. Oh, sorry to cuss on your show. No, it's okay. Like, look, you understand that that her being bigger and everything else is a is a is a red flag. It's not something you're really happy with. She's working on it. Can you? Are you? This is something you can handle and manage until then. I mean, because you guys have been together for six years, you it was okay. You were okay with it for a long time until then. Yeah. Until recently. I, mean, I guess I could give her six more months. You know, see what she's doing then, and then. She has to keep it off too. It's really yeah. easy yeah. to relapse. It's an addiction she's fighting, and you need to treat it like that. Yeah. All right, Chad. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Um, you guys should go to Stereo and follow uh, Moff's Stereo Show. I'm going to take one more caller. Um, so let me pull you guys out. Thanks for chiming in on the last couple of calls. Um, I'll make sure that the mentions are all there. And by the way, if you want to talk to Ryan at Hypnosis for Men, he's, uh, he's a quick Google search away. He's good. Glenn, I don't know why your camera's not showing on my screen. Let me try that again. Add to stream. No, I got no camera. It's showing up in the green room, but not in the front scene. Why is that? Glenn, can you hear me, bud? No. Looks like something's buggy with uh, StreamYard tonight, but whatever. Um, that was good. That was um, that longer caller with a dude dating the chick that was a decade o- older. That was that was solid. Um, Bring, you know, bring the questions. Q&A is always open towards the end of the uh, shows. And Moff is always on with Jaron afterwards on stereo. So you guys can call in and talk to him. Um, yeah, make sure you subscribe to this channel and hit notifications because this is where the podcast is going to live going forward. Um, I think it's just a better setup to separate it from the main channel just so I can stick to my main core stuff because I wasn't really sure the podcast was going to grow and build as it did. Um, but it did. So it's also available on uh, podcast streams. So if you guys listen to like Podbeam or Spotify or anything like that, you can get it there. It's all good. Um, oh, hang on a second. There's a pulse. Hang on. There we go. I don't know what happened. The th- thing was frozen before. Oh, hey, how you doing, Rich? Good, man. You dropped this article you wanted to take a quick yeah. look at. Elite Daily yeah, it- Women Want First. What is this? My so first marriage to be money and my second to be for love. Yeah, I, I found it interesting as it, it is the current pulse when you look at situations with women that they tend, you look at the Amber Heard situation. Mm-hmm. She married Johnny Depp, you know, for money. She didn't have money. Yeah, she was Elon Musk's call girl, but, you know, she wasn't in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And this article, I mean, it's a little dated. It's a couple years old. But when I found it, I found it really interesting in the way women look at marriage that they're not looking at it as oh, the traditional. Yeah. They're, they're, well, they're saying the first marriage is for money. Let's get money. Let, let me get what I can out of them. And then yeah. the second guy I'll do for love, you know? And, and I think that's because here's an interesting point that maybe you could expand upon, but guys are too busy trying to prove that they're safe instead of being good. Well, Look, I mean, there's a lot of things that are going on with the mechanics of this. It's like you can talk about an internal combustion engine just moving gas in and out of the thing as an air pump, but there's a lot a lot of moving parts. The same thing with this, right? I mean, the main driving force with these chicks is always going to be their hypergamous nature. They want to be with the best that they can get. And 
if you can get a guy's money, like if you marry a rich guy, obviously have a couple kids with them and then all of a sudden you're basically taken care of, you know, in most parts of the world. I mean, you live somewhere like California, you're married for more than 10 years. You got lifetime alimony, right? Yep. And then, you know, now you got the money. Now you got the kids, you got the house. Then you can go for the love if you want to, because they know they've already got the money part taken care of. I think women inherently know that it's difficult to find the six sixes in one guy to find a guy that's competent, can make it rain, has access to money and also be the kind of guy that she falls head over heels for in love. Like there's alpha fucks and beta bucks, obviously sort of thing. Those two traits rarely exist in the same person. And even if they do, a guy that possesses all those traits, it's also very, very rare for them to want to comply with just being with one chick, right? Like they generally, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of run their own sort of game. So they've got multiple women in their lives and then they have to share them, right? And then they have to deal with the mental anguish of having to share a guy. Some women are okay with it. Others, you know, uh, struggle and they have to be persuaded. But yeah, there's a lot of components of that going on. And it's like, you know, it just boils down to the basic fact that marriage is stupid. It's too risky for guys today. I mean. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I don't, I'm not a, uh, I've been there, done that. And um, I can write a book about it. But uh, I won't, I don't advertise it for men. I don't think men should get married. Um, If you want a, a union, you could go to a, church and have a pastor or a priest, you know, give you guys some vows if you guys want it that way. But I, I, I was expanding on this thought of men are too busy work, um, showing that they're safe rather than being good. And I took that from, remember the Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe? C.S. Lewis wrote this about the lion, Aslan. He said, they asked him, is he safe? They're like, no, he's not safe, but he's good. And men are too often trying to portray portray that they are safe to women rather that they are good. And if you're safe, then people tend to think that you could be taken advantage of, that you're not going to do anything, any recourse. There's no there's no consequence for an action if somebody feels safe around you. Do you think that 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 is a thing that most men are dealing with as well? They're trying to promote the safety thing rather than being just good men. Well, it's. Well, there's a difference between being good men and being good at being a man, right? Um, Jack Donovan has talked about it in his books. Um, and the, and the whole safety issue is, is it's, is it's easier for guys to play it safe, to play not to lose and to just go and get that degree, get the job, make six figures, you know, find the hairdresser and put a few babies in her, you know, sort of thing. Like it's, a safe way to sell yourself, but then you're selling yourself based on safety and women, women want safety. Like they want to feel safe with a guy. They want to know that they can be protected, but they also want a guy that's going to like rearrange their guts, right? Mm -hmm. Like they want to, you know, feel the Gina tingles in a bedroom sort of thing. You know, as I say, um, they want a competent guy that can solve problems that has access to resources and impressive network that other people look up to and other women want to be with and blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. So, there's a lot going on there to it, but yeah, it's, it's not surprising to me that they're putting out articles like this, talking about women planning for multiple marriages and saying, Oh, my first will be for money. And then they take half a shit and you know, then they go for love the next time around because now they have money and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what the guy looks like financially, as long as he looks like Glenn Lawrence with the tats and the beard and the hair and all that sort of shit, then they're covered. They don't, they don't need anything else because they've already got bank, you know, they already took it from the other guy. Yeah, so like the, the, the whole thing is like, okay, guys, I think what should, should they should do? Like, wait a minute, is this your first marriage you want or is this your second marriage? <laughs> you know, like 
when approaching women, it's like guys should be more. That should be a red flag. I mean, I know you wrote a book about red flags, so yeah. I'm pretty sure this is like I don't know, 99 red flag. If she's going on her second marriage, then <laughs> watch well, out. Well, there's also the other, you know, the other perspective too. Because if you get an older chick that's like I don't know, in her 40s, and she's got a couple of kids, and she's divorced, and she's well taken care of financially, and you live in a state where it'd be stupid for her to remarry because she's already got money coming from the dork that's working in Silicon Valley, paying her I don't know, 50 grand a month or whatever it happens to be like that's actually not a bad prospect for an older guy <laughs> no it's actually smart <laughs> you know what I'm saying it, right? it's actually i mean like i mean i i'm i'm with somebody that's been divorced um really yeah. all really all depends on you know what your life strategy is right like everybody's got their own plan but i mean generally speaking you will be criticized by you know guys like us if you're like coming up with like oh i'm gonna date an older chick she's 10 years older and that sort of thing but yeah there's there's some pros to it you know like we were talking about the whole prenup thing and her not like it's a very low risk proposition for him because if you date or marry up as a guy, which is rare, but it does happen, like you illustrated earlier, it's very low risk if you have to untie that union, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're actually probably going to walk away in a better scenario than what she will, depending on how yeah. long you're together and what family law says at that time. But yeah, it's um, that's why she wants guys like that to make more money. So it's it's not long lasting, you know. It's no, it's not. Lasting. It's not sustainable. Um, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you as I challenge Paul. Bench press competition, buddy. It's on. <laughs> well, I don't know when I would see you because the only time I'm I'm well, you just you can, you can just do it a video. You can just show me. Oh, what a video. Oh, okay. You just send the video. I'll, I'll post the video. We'll just go back. How old are you, Glenn? Um, I'm 38. Yeah, so I'm so I'm 10 years older than you. Yeah, so age is a number. It's what you should be say. able to bench press more than me because my joints have got ten more ten more years of age on them. But my max at any at at my best was four plates aside. That's so. nice. Four fifteen. Yeah, my heaviest was um, four sixty five. Um, my heaviest dead was seven hundred. My heaviest squat was five fifty. Yeah, that's when it, that's when I was competing. Yeah, and at some point you're going to do some serious damage to your body. So unless you're making serious money at it, it's not worth the damage you're going to do. Oh to your body. yeah, no. Just, I, uh, who is that bodybuilder? They got a Netflix special on him. Big uh, black guy. Ronnie, Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Coleman. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a big cop. His body's fucked up. Yeah, he's I know. I met body him from lifting too much. He's a great guy. Nice guy. I met uh, Phil Heath too. Other, yeah. but he's he's a cool dude too. Yeah, I don't I, I don't worry about stuff like you know what's your max max bench press because I'm well past what you know what my max bench press was, man. <laughs> no, I know. I just been I've been now it's like Paul. I've been trolling Paul and like, you know, I'm just, just happy if I look good with my shirt off. So yeah. like, you can troll Paul on that. Cause he's got a bit of a belly. You know? I, I know. That's why I've been getting out a little bit of weight there. I've been getting at him. I've been telling him like, look, man, you know, there's a lot of guys in this manosphere that talking about game money and muscles, you know, and I don't see a whole lot of muscles out here, <laughs> you know? So. Oh, he's got some muscle on him. It's just, it's just, you know, surrounded around the midsection with yeah. a little bit of reserve. If you know what I'm saying? He got some insulation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Glenn. All Thanks right. for hopping on, man. You have a good Peace. one. All right. That's it. Two hours. I'm done. Checking out. Boom. Go check out Stereo, Moff, and uh, Jaron. Thanks for watching. Give it a like and a comment for the algorithms. And make sure you are subscribed.